So like the song said, why should we gain from his reward? Man, that's, that's a hard, uh, hard to swallow, right? But because of the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ, the free gift of salvation, um, we don't have to worry about answering that, right? We just know we don't deserve it, but he gives it to us for free. So, children, how are you all doing today? Good. All right. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew 28. If you're in the audience and you're listening and you're not uh, up here with us, you can follow along with us. Matthew 28, uh, verse 19. Have you ever heard of Matthew 28, 19? You have? Oh, nice, nice. I'm afraid to ask what you know about it, because last time you were really, you gave Stephen a good answer that uh, embarrassed him a little bit, an honest one, right? There you are. I couldn't find you. I'm like, where's Stephen at? <laughs> I was trying to make eye contact, and he was gone. <laughs> eye contact. But, let's go on duty. All right, so let's go Matthew 28, 18. Let's back up one verse. Okay, so we have learned in the past, <clears throat> we talked about sin, right? We talked about the Ten Commandments. We've talked about, um, you know, what Christ has done for us on the cross. And then uh, Stephen talked about the benefits of being a Christian, right? About prayer, about uh, the Lord's Supper, about baptism, right? And today we're going to actually do the Lord's Supper, and only those who are believers should partake in that, and I think Owen will get into that later. But after all that is said and done, once we are Christians, once you have accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you've understand that you're a sinner, and you've repented and made him your Lord and Savior, at that point, Christ has given us a command as a believer, as a Christian. He has given us commandments to do, okay? So... Guy's not happy. That's feeling <laughs> convicted. <laughs> Already, huh? Woo. All right. Sorry, Matthew. He's hurting today. So. Okay, so the Great Commission. We're going to start at verse 16, okay? It, said, it, says, it says, Then the eleven disciples proceed to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus has designated. So after Christ resurrected, okay, he tells them, I want you guys to meet me at this spot, okay? So like, oh, okay, well, first of all, it doesn't say where, right? It doesn't say it's an unknown spot, okay? He just says, hey, meet me at this mountain, okay? And then like I mentioned, this is after the resurrection, okay, after he resurrected off the cross. Then verse 17 says, and when he saw him, and when they saw him, they worshiped him. They saw him, they fell and they worshiped him, right? But some of them doubted, right? Have you ever heard of that? So doubting Thomas, right? Jesus appeared to him and he said, hey, Touch the holes in my arms or my hands where they put me on the cross, right? Check my side where they stabbed me, where they pierced me with a sword. He said, check it all. And then Thomas finally believed, right? He was kind of like me. I have to see to believe, right? I'm not just going to take somebody's word. i got to test all things. So <clears throat> no worries. We'll be right here. So some doubted that it was Jesus, okay, and they weren't sure. Verse 18 says, and Jesus came up and spoke to them. He says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He says, so now that all authority is given to him, oops, back up here. Now that all authority has been given to him, he gives us our first commandment as Christians, okay? So if we're a Christian, here's what he tells us, okay? This is what we're supposed to follow. Let's look at verse 19, and we'll read through 20, okay? And then we'll go through and explain a few uh, points here, three of them, if 
four of them. All right, 19 says, go therefore and make. There's the first one. Okay, he says, go and make. That's the first command. Okay, disciples of all nations. And he says, baptizing them. He's commanding us to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then verse 20 starts out, he says, teaching them. There's a third commandment. Keeping, uh, teaching them to keep all that I commanded you and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Okay, this is what Christ tells his people right before he gets ready to resurrect. Okay, so let's look at those. Let's back up a little bit and let's look at the beginning. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. What does it mean to make disciples, do you know? Lincoln, what do you think, boss? You're not sure? That's a good answer, okay? I'm not sure sometimes on some things. Okay, but it says when you're a Christian, okay, we're supposed to preach the gospel to those around us. Okay, it doesn't matter where we are, who we, who we are, okay? If you're a Christian, you're supposed to share with people what Christ has done for, to you, for you, and how you've responded, right? So it's no matter where you live, right, we do this. Sometimes the Lord will bring people to us from other nations. Sometimes you don't even have to leave, right? Sometimes, for example, like I've been in the oil and gas industry pretty much the last 20 plus years, and I've been in different places and met people from different countries, talked to them about my faith, and God has allowed me to see that. He's brought people, you know, into my area and brought me to them, right? And so I've got to experience that in that way. But uh, we as Christians, again, are to preach the gospel to to those around us, <clears throat> okay, no matter where we are. Okay, and then it says, make disciples. And this means that they have accepted Jesus Christ, have accepted the gospel that you have shared with them. They believe it, and once they believe it, okay, once they are saved, it says we are to make disciples. That's what it means for them to be saved. You're supposed to go out and proclaim your truth to them, and if they believe in it, then at that point, they become a disciple of Christ, not yours, but a disciple of Christ, okay? And it says here, or not says, but what I put in my note here is this means we are to train them and teach them the scripture and how to live it out, okay? So you don't just get people saved and, and walk off, right? Did you have something, Lincoln? No? Okay. All right, then after that, he says, go make them, okay? So this is the first commandment. He tells us to go make them. And then once they're saved, what do they do next? They're supposed to get what? Baptized, Baptized right? That's what Stephen taught you here, right? He says you get baptized after you believe. And what's the purpose of baptism? Do you remember? To show everybody what you've done. That's right. <laughs> to show everybody around here that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And now you want to identify with those people. You want to tell people now that I am a Christian, okay? And that's what that does. That means you've embraced the death, burial, and resurrection, and now you want to show everybody by symbolizing in this baptism, okay? So we are to teach people that this is one of God's commandments, okay? So you got to make disciples, you get them baptized, and, they should, and that this should be obeyed. By being baptized, we are showing everyone who's watching, right, what I just said, that you now identify as a follower of the triune God, because if you notice, it says, baptize them in the name of the Father, you know, the, the Son and the Holy Spirit, okay? So baptize him. He gave us this, in a sense, a formula, some people call it, but he gave us a way in how to baptize, okay? If you notice, there's three there, okay? So God is one in nature, okay? He's one person. I, I don't understand this, but I can tell you what the Bible says, okay? So don't ask me how to explain this, okay? It says, but yet there's three persons, okay? So God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit all at once, okay? But there's only one God. Right? 
One Jesus, that's right. Yes. And so, and that's the son, right? Okay, so we can never understand this, right? But the Bible teaches it. And just because we can't understand it doesn't mean it's not true, okay? So you got to remember that, okay? Just because somebody says, well, I can't understand that. Well, it doesn't matter if, you know, so you shouldn't believe it. Well, it doesn't matter, right? If God's word teaches it, that's the authority, then we are to believe it. All right, so the next thing is, so we, so we make disciples, we baptize them, and then you go and it says, teach, in verse 20, them to keep all that I commanded you. Okay, so we just don't make converts. We just don't go out and preach and preach and just walk away. Okay, some people give the gospel and walk away and leave them to others to teach or learn on their own. The Bible tells us to make disciples. So to make disciples, that means sometimes we may be traveling. Okay, so let's say you meet somebody on the plane and you talk to them. Okay, so if you're talking to them and they end up believing what you believe because the Lord, you know, led them to you and you were just happened to be there at the right time, the right place, and he used you as a tool to guide them to him. It says sometimes we could be traveling and maybe talk to somebody and then eventually, okay, yeah, well, maybe we can get our phones today, right? We can get our phones. Hey, let me help you find a good church. Where are you going to? Like, where are you? Oh, you live in this town. Let's look up a good church. Oh, here's a good church I, I believe we should go. Or can I mom and dad call and say, hey, here's this person's information. I just talked to them about the Lord maybe we can call this church and talk to their pastor and see if they can get contact with them, right? You don't just want to leave them hanging. You want to leave them in a place where they can be discipled, okay? They can be taught. Um, Again, uh, they must be taught to obey the commandments of Christ that we find in the New Testament. So everything that Christ has given us in the New Testament, we should uh, teach them to obey. That's what we do with you guys, right? When we have a Sunday evening service, right? We teach you what the Lord has uh, taught us, and we try to obey it, right? Um, so you must train them to become like the master. Who's the master? Jesus Christ is the master, right? And we are the slaves. And when we become saved, either before we're saved, we're slaved to sin, we're bonded by sin, or because Christ bought us with what he did on the cross, we are now a slave to him. No matter what, you're always a slave. But are you a slave to sin or are you a slave to the master, right? You serve him and we no longer serve sin. Okay, so now, so we have to teach them to submit to God's word. Now, if you look at the end of this verse here, it says, there's a promise. He says, and I am with you always, even to the end of the age, okay? We will not be alone or without help while we're doing this, okay? Christ will be with us no matter where we go, okay? He'll be there for us as we're talking to people about him, trying to make disciples, and trying to grow ourselves, right? Because we're being disciples typically with other pers- other people are mentoring and training us. But again, that's what that means. So there was three commandments. The first one was what? To make disciples, baptize, teach, teach. Oh, that's right, teach. Good, good, good. Yes, and now the promise that God will what? He'll be with us forever, always, okay? So here's the challenge to all of us here today. What are we doing with the last commandment, right? Are we teaching people? Are we growing people? Are we teaching ourselves, our families, okay? We're teaching ourselves? Okay, all right. Well, this will be done, okay? Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your patience. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We just thank you for your truth and your word and... Help us, Lord, to be better slaves to you. Help us, Lord, to 
to understand what it means to teach and to disciple and to walk alongside these people around us, Lord, that we may be witnessing to. I know there are some here in our church today, Lord, that we try our best to do this with, and there are some, Lord, who are trying to grow to become more like you. Help us, Lord, to be good stewards of what what, uh, you've given us and who you've given us. And God, uh, we just, at the end of the day, want to show that we are being obedient to your command. We thank you, Lord, and we love you. We pray in your name. Amen.